Hello and welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sorry. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin, history, music, and culture. While drinking a few brews. Though we don't often use strong language, the jokes and the content is not intended for young audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Before we begin the episode, we have to give a huge shout out to the Dangits from Madison, Wisconsin for providing us with great bluegrass intro you hear at the beginning of every episode. The song Razzle was written by Jamie Lampkins, but is performed by on behalf of Tom Wasselchuk and the Dangits. If you have a chance, check these guys out at dang-its.com for upcoming shows, music, or on how to book them for weddings, parties, and etc. Thank you for listening. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. I am Eric. And I'm Russ. Today, we have a very special episode. It is the celebration of two very important things. Number one, Russ, he has a birthday, and it is today. And number two, Oktoberfest. This is the main story. This is the big thing that we're doing on today's episode. We are going to be talking about the history of Oktoberfest. We're going to reveal our top 10 places to celebrate Oktoberfest in the state of Wisconsin. We have great music from Alpine Blast. They are here today. We also will have a little bit of an interview special for you. Uh, and we have a Wisconsin, uh, This Day in Wisconsin History and beer review. Uh, we have uh, how many locals? Exactly. How many local you at segment? This is going to be a very awesome episode. So, uh, without further ado, grab a beer. Happy uh, Oktoberfest. Prost. Prost. So, the Oktoberfest tradition was started in 1810 to celebrate the Octo- October 12th marriage of Bavarian Crown Prince Ludwig to the Saxon Hildebrandshausen Princess Therese. The citizens of Munich were invited to join in the festivities, which were held over five days on fields in front of the city gates. The main event of the Oktoberfest was actually just a horse race. Just a horse race. That's it. Good. Anniversary celebrations were held annually thereafter, eventually becoming larger and more elaborate. An agricultural show was added during the second year. In 1818, a carousel and two swings were set up for the revelers. Such amusements were few in the first decades and in the festivals, but partygoers were amply entertained by the tree climbing competitions, wheelbarrow, and sack races. Oh, I've had a race with a sack before. Oh, yeah. So, and they also had mush eating contests, barrel rolling racings, and goose chases. That sounds like a blast. Yeah. <laughs> mush eating contests? Great. By the 1870s, mechanical rides were an expanding feature of the festival in 1908. The festival boasted Germany's first ever roller coaster. I wouldn't have ridden that. That's, <laughs> taking, that's taking a chance. That's going wild. Yeah. When the city began allowing beer on the fairgrounds, makeshift beer stands began cropping up, and their numbers increased steadily until they were eventually replaced by beer halls in 1896. And actually today, we're drinking the uh, one-liter bad boys here at uh, Oktoberfest. I'm working out, I'm getting my curls in, and I'm drinking uh, a loaf of bread. I got an eight-pound weight of brewski in my hand. Woo. The beer halls, like the beer tents of today, were sponsored by the, all the local breweries in the town. The festival was eventually prolonged and moved ahead to September and late September to allow for the better weather conditions. 
October can get a little uh, nipply. Well, I mean, it goes back and forth. Some years you could have scorching heat, and some years you have like what we have now, which is it's 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 chilly. And actually, today is September 11th, middle September, perfect day. It's a little little brisk, yeah. little rainy, but uh, still a great great event. Yeah, you can celebrate this during any weather. And even though I don't really have a ton of German ancestry, I do have some on my mom's side, the Kleimenhagens. I still celebrate, just like St. Paddy's Day. What a better hey, excuse to have a few brews. Exactly. I'm not Irish, but I'll tell you right now, I'm going to be celebrating all the ones that allow me to have a couple of beers. I can drink like an Irishman. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. And actually, the, the main event is held in Munich, but in Wisconsin, because of our Germanic history and you singers, especially, specifically in Milwaukee and the Germanic population, yeah. Wisconsin's a great place to celebrate Oktoberfest, and that's where we're at today. Yeah, there is no, you know... The, the, the celebrations for Oktoberfest are everywhere. So uh, you're not going to have trouble finding something in your own hometown or somewhere, you know, just stones throw away. And there, in Wisconsin, there's a, there's a brew every stone throw away. Let's be honest here. Absolutely. So we're going to go over the top 10 places throughout Wisconsin where you can celebrate this great festival. Yeah, and these are our selections. These are places that we've uh, visited personally, uh, so not to slight and leave out any of your favorite places. We do want to hear about all of your wonderful experiences and any uh, any destinations that you might want to add to this list. So at our number 10 spot comes Black River Oktoberfest in Black River Falls, Wisconsin. It has live entertainment. It has a lot of fun car and motorcycle shows, games, activities, horse-drawn wagon rides. Brewers and beer enthusiasts will love this place. There's a lot of brew to go around, specifically the Sand Creek Brewing Company. Yeah. Great place to go. Absolutely. Uh, at number nine, we have Al and Al's Steinhaus Oktoberfest, which is in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Every year, the family-owned restaurant Al and Al's Steinhaus hosts an incredible Oktoberfest celebration, offering authentic German entertainment, brews, and eats, like bratwurst, German potato salad, sauerbraten, goulash and more Ooh. saturday mornings features a popular wiener dog race a fun costume and race contest that benefits the humane society and the rest of the day is filled up with even more food and drink and some of the best entertainment you'll see around including copper box the jerry schneider orchestra accordion music from sheboygan accordion club and many more and coming in at number eight Oktoberfest USA in La Crosse, Wisconsin. The Torchlight Parade opens festivities on September 29th and the fun continues for four full days. The Craft Beer Night features a huge beer sampling tent with more than 35 craft, 38 craft brews Ooh. and a long list of food vendors, so you're not gonna go hungry. There's a Miss Oktoberfest pageant, a needlework show, Festmasters Ball, live music, and more. The annual Oktoberfest medallion hunt is a fun scavenger hunt that continues throughout the festival. It has guests on lookout for small Oktoberfest medallion hidden somewhere within the city, and the person who finds it actually gets a $500 reward. Hey, there's not much more that you can ask for. You're having fun, you're drinking, you're eating lots of great food, and you could potentially win a $500 reward. A drunk scavenger hunt? What's better than that? I'm in. Coming in at number seven on our list is Germantown Hunsrucker Oktoberfest in Germantown, Wisconsin. So every year, the Germantown Historical Society hosts the Germantown Hunsrucker Oktoberfest in a location that is 
richly soaked in plenty of German heritage. Kick off the fun on Saturday with traditional German music and dancing and keep the festivities going until Sunday with fun activities like annual Bar Olympics, a Sunday bake sale, a silent auction, and a classic car display. Who doesn't love a car show? Right. Bring the whole family, even the little ones, because this Germantown Hunsrucker Oktoberfest not only features authentic food and beverages, but will also provide plenty of fun and uh, activities for the kiddos. Dude, it's Germantown. There has to be an Oktoberfest in Germantown. It's almost every single town in Wisconsin, you could probably make that case, but no better than for Germantown. Germantown. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Coming in at number six, we got the Appleton Oktoberfest in Appleton, Wisconsin. Music and food are the main events at the Appleton Oktoberfest, but that's definitely not all they have to celebrate. You can, they have ranges from sweet, ethnic bites, favorite finger foods, so it's not just your Germanic standards. You're going to get a lot of extras. Not just browns and sauerkraut. And you can choose from, an ex- they also have an exciting car show, retail vendors with handmade arts and crafts, and they have street corner entertainers to impress. Like, what else do you want? I mean, music, car show, brewskis. That, I mean, that pretty much covers it. Right. That's and they I also, you know, the one good thing is this one's more of a family-friendly one, so if you got kids, bring them along with. Absolutely. So coming in at number five on our list is Chippewa Falls Oktoberfest in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. This incredible weekend celebration takes place at the Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds and features the best of German food, entertainment, and family activities. The Chippewa Falls Oktoberfest will host more than 20 live musicians on four different stages, and you can bet there will be a ton of dancing going on. German dancers and sing-alongs will also be a part of the entertainment. Families can expect to enjoy plenty of great games and competitions, including a sauerkraut eating contest, a beer stein holding competition. You, I know you could rock that. I got, I got some guns, bro. Right. So the, the beer stein competition, uh, also a sheep's head and euchre card competition, and plenty of more things that you wouldn't even see at a normal county fair. There is uh, kite flying also for the kids, a whip-cracking demonstration. Holy smokes. Hey, Indiana Jones would be proud. Oh, yeah. Nice whip-crack. And Devo. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also a German fashion show and, of course, an auto show. And those are just a few of the additional activities that are available at the Chippewa Falls Oktoberfest. And coming in at the Quattro. Oh, a Quattro. We got Kohler Falls on Number October four Fest. Loco. In Sheboygan Falls, Wisconsin. <laughs> Features an all-traditional fun of Oktoberfest events. Um, obviously, it's known for its Sheep's Head Tournament, which is, I don't know how to play Sheep's Head, do you? I've never played Sheep's Head. I've, play, I've, I've definitely never mastered Euchre either, but I know how to do it. I know the basics of Euchre, yeah. and that's about it. They have the Oktoberfest 5K run. They got the Beer Olympics, fun inflatables for the kids, live German music, food complete with completing the experience. They got traditional instruments, flugel horns. They got Austrian oval tenor, horns, accordions. And like today, we're going to hear some of these accordions, brother. I really hope we see a couple of people ripping on the bag. Oh, yeah. Uh, coming in at number three, we have Essen House in Madison, Wisconsin. Live music on the outdoor stage all day, 
mouth-watering eats from the grill and games and contests and a kid's zone even uh, with exciting activities makes this Oktoberfest perfect for every single age. This is hosted by the Essen House, an authentic German restaurant in Madison. The Essen House Oktoberfest is home to plenty of good cheer, refreshing beers, and guests can even hop on a shuttle that will take them right to the Badgers game and after a full day of fun. So there's also some live musicians, uh, which include Dorf Capel, the Gary Beal Band, and the Zwiefel Brothers. Oh, yeah. You know what's good. If the Zwiefels are in. Half of that wrong. That's I, fine. I, th- I think you nailed it. It's either Zwiefel or Zwiefel. I, I think you nailed Zwiefel. it, brother. Number two. Obviously, this is a huge one. The Deuce. New Glarus Brewing Company. Ooh. New Glarus Oktoberfest. The big one. The big dog. That's the place. The historical Swiss community of New Glarus, Wisconsin puts on quite the exciting Oktoberfest. And I, this one's an awesome one. They do a keg tapping for the Staghorn. Oh, yeah. I love the Staghorn. The Staghorn's a great Oktoberfest beer. beer. Highly recommend. Great beer. It's on the downtown area, and uh, the guests can enjoy musical performance, food, German food. You're going to get the wagon rides, fun events, contests, chainsaw wood carving. For our lumberjack buddies out there, rock your flannel, grab the saws, head on out. Rock your PPE. You don't want anybody cutting their fingers off or uh, getting a sliver make to the sure eyeball. Make sure you don't cut the leader in your system before you start chopping that All, wood yes. down. Also, make sure you're dry before you cut. Enjoy the entertainment, a cold brew, and uh, if you haven't found New Glarus, they got a really cool Swiss charm to the downtown. It's just a great place. New Glarus Brewing Company, we talked about it on a previous episode. It's that great Swiss-looking German courtyard. It's just a really great place. And my wife's family is from the area, so we, we get a chance to visit there even on off months for you know no good reason other than to hang out with family. And it's, I mean, it's still a charming little town even before Oktoberfest. Hey, let's say you get too drunk. The new Glarus Woods are right across the street. Grab a tent, pass out in the woods, start a fire, continue the party. Yeah, I'm going to stumble. I'm definitely going to stumble over to, you know, family's house and oh, yeah. take a sleep. Take a night-night. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. This is the moment everybody's been waiting for. This is number one. This is top of our list. The Uno. The Uno. Where we are today. We are here live in this historic location. Best of all, it is the Bavarian Beer House and Old Heidelberg Park in Glendale, Wisconsin. This is the the top of the food chain when it comes to Oktoberfest celebrations. Um, The Glendale celebration is as traditional as it gets, featuring German music and entertainment like brass bands, yodeling, and the Schlupplader folk dancing. Visitors enjoy imported and draft beers alongside savory, authentic German food like bratwurst, rollbraten, and Spunferkel, in addition to sweet desserts like fruit strudel, <laughs> torts, and bee sting cake. A delicious German specialty. I can say that I've never had that, and I struggled reading it. <laughs> uh, most of those are pretty pretty difficult ones. And actually, the best thing about today, we have a special guest, a live band that's playing here today. We got Alpine Blast, brother. Alpine Blast. Accordions and yodeling to the maximum. We're going to get our yodel on, baby. 
And that's going to conclude our main segment for today. So now another edition of How Many Local You At? This is crazy, guys. So a 24-year-old Janesville woman was arrested early Thursday morning for a Countum 4 offense OWI. Uh, the police officers uh, were called to the area of I-39 and East Racine Street just after 2 a.m. We all know what 2 a.m. is here Park in Wisconsin. This is, this is the prime time to get pulled over. They say that the vehicle driven by our 24-year-old woman hit a guardrail on I-39. Officers found the vehicle near Palmer Park, and they stopped the uh, lady at Mohawk Road and Cree Court, according to the police. Officers say that the lady was disoriented, drowsy, and had slow speech. Well, I wonder oh, why. Yeah. Huh. She also showed impairment during a standard field sobriety test. For those of you that don't know, that's the roadside Olympics that the cops like to put you through when they pull you over. So the lady was arrested and held at the Rock County Jail on the charge of fourth offense OWI and a probation violation, something we left out in the beginning. So Ooh. this is... Uh, so we got, we got a few things to go over here. We do. We got the Quattro, the DWI number four. She's hit it. We got the guardrail. We got the park. We got DUI Olympics going on. This is awesome. She's she's uh so she said that she's passed out behind the wheel or just drowsy. She's drowsy, but I mean we can basically go ahead and say this is a full-on Benadryl attack. Did, and they didn't give a specific breath breathalyzer in this one. Yeah, just no, drunk. Yeah, no no PBT uh, uh, test was was uh, provided in this article. Uh, however, I think we have enough to work with here. Yeah, definitely. I think we, I think we have enough here. I think the guardrail puts her at about one full loco. So you at, got a full, full loco, a full four loco. So you got four here. And then I believe the drowsiness. That's like probably another half, maybe okay. another full. So we're at a six loco. I'm thinking six. That's the number I feel comfortable with. I mean, she's she looks like a pretty young, small lady. Six locos, pretty reasonable. The drowsiness, the tiredness. She might not have been drinking local, let's be honest, because you're going to be amped up. You're going to be doing some wild stuff, but... Hey, I mean, we've all had Red Bull and Monster before. We know there's a crash. So you think this is the tipping point? This is over the peak, the climax hit. She had her fun, bars closed, and it just went right down the tube. I think so. And, and quite frankly, we don't know exactly where she's from. We know that this happened in Janesville, but she could have had her party miles away. She's trying to get home. And and you know that that you know the Red Bull that gives you wings has dropped off. Your Those wings, wings are, are gone chopped long off. Ago. You're sleeping behind the wheel, smashing guardrails. This is out of control. Yeah, and she's another one. Like I, we're not going to obviously show the picture of this girl, but she looks like somebody that might drink loco. Yeah. She's 24 years old. She parties. Yep. She's drinking loco. She's checking all the boxes for the person that I would imagine. Is sucking back some locos. Which flavor do you think she's sucking? Watermelon? Uh, to be honest, I don't even remember there was flavors. Or do you think it's the four local black? What? <laughs> I do remember that now because of the pictures from Colorado. Yeah, Mike was sucking Mike those was down. sucking back a, a, a four loco in like a special edition like matte black can. It's just it, as gross the, as all the other the ones. The can looked deadly. It was actually like matte black, 
featuring like green lightning strikes on it. Yeah, well, you've got uh, watermelon, which tastes like snake shit. You've got uh, strawberry, probably, that tastes like uh, paint thinner. And you've got, I don't know, uh, an, uh, some sort of an apple flavor that probably tastes like gasoline. So let, let's 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 put this out there. You know that new, uh, it's like a crappy pop song called Watermelon Sugar Highs. Oh yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I've heard it. If you if you drink a four local watermelon, that's what that song's about. Yep. We're we're putting it out there. We're just we're deciphering it ourselves. But when you get a watermelon sugar high, that's a four loco maxed out. That's a full can of four local watermelon. Yep. That's, that's what he's singing about. That's what it takes to write that that song. Also, so again, as always, we do not encourage anybody to uh, drink and drive. If you are having fun, please drink Wisconsinably, as they say. Uh, make sure you get your Ubers and your lifts. Uh, but most importantly, uh, don't put other people in danger because that's uh, not what we like to see. So uh, be safe. All right, we have another beer review. And let me tell you, listeners, this one's extra spe- special because it's a double beer review. We've got Hellas Lager. And, Russ, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the Raspberry Hefeweizen. That sounds raspberry. And they're both from here at Bavarian Beer House. Yeah. Really good. These are both brewed right here at Bavarian Beer House. We had uh, spoken, actually, with one of the uh, head brewmasters here on a previous episode. And uh, both of these beers right here on, on site brewed. They're, they're beautiful. Uh, the lager, the Hellas lager, uh, basically just your full-bodied uh, brew. I mean, it's it's true to uh, to you know brewing. It, it it follows the the old Germanic guidelines of brewing. We know that Bavarian Beer House does that. I, you had the name for it. It's the Reichsgebot. Reichsgebot. Okay. So my beer, it's a 5.2 ABV. It's a Hefeweizen. It's light and fresh. It definitely has that like lighter German beer taste to it. It has a slight hint of raspberry coming through. I really like it. It's tasty. I got a whole liter of this bad boy. Yeah, and, and yours actually came out of the tap with some sort of a reddish hue to it, right? Yeah, it, it, they actually put like a little flavoring on the top to give it raspberry because the initial brew is just a Hefeweizen. Which, which is why it's, it's traditional to the, uh, to the Germanic way of brewing. Exactly. It follows that, like just your standard ingredients. You got your water, hops, yeast, and obviously your barley or your malt. Yeah, exactly. So it's... It's very true to uh, to the the original way that beer was intended to be uh, sucked down. So uh, very good. And I am drinking the Schmutzig Helles Lager. I didn't realize that there was so much schmutz at the beginning of that beer, <laughs> but I licked my finger as all good parents do, and I sh- wiped it away. Got the schmutz off my shit. And it's a 5.2 ABV. It's a traditional lager, obviously following the Rajaiska boot again. It's malty and delicious. What do you think? Uh, I don't hate it. I mean, it's it's very it's very straightforward. It's cool. I like how it's just kind of straight down the pipe, as far as uh, just beer goes. Uh, it's not overly uh, you know hoppy or aromatic or anything. It's just uh, a good beer. It's more your traditional lager. Yeah, basically. I would say if you're if you're not interested in drinking something that is really really heavy and you're trying to stay closer to your feel of like millers and coors and you know uh, budweiser's and stuff go with this hellas lager uh, it, it's an absolute um delight to drink but it's not over it's not over the top 
All right, we have another installation of This Day in Wisconsin History. And today, this is one of my favorite days of the year. It is the day Wisconsin history where your host, Russell Sari, was born on 913 of 1986. Historic day. Oh, Duran Duran was still on the radio. Duran. There was 80s classics still jamming out. Thriller was coming out. Yeah. I mean, it was just a great day. And uh, it's the best time of the year for me. I love Oktoberfest. So when it lands, you know, my birthday lands in the perfect season. It's fall, Oktoberfest, pumpkins, apples, beer. Everything, man. It's like the best time of the year. You've literally got this, this centralized perfect birthday when it comes to everything that surrounds it. And I wouldn't ask for a better time today. I mean, I got all my friends surrounding me. I got a good beer in hand. I know we both got a couple. Prost. Prost. It's going to be a good day. And as promised, we have... Alpine Blast as our musical guest today. Yeah, for those that don't know, Alpine Blast is a Alpine Bavarian style music featuring the accordion, um, bass guitars, keyboards. They kind of are like our two-man band. I mean, they're everything you need in a band. Yeah, and, and like you said, they definitely have a great squeeze box player. I believe that's Tomas. Yep, uh, Tomas, and he's actually from Switzerland. Exactly. Yeah, he has a... He, he does have that accent. You'll hear in the interview a little bit later. So, uh, But uh, without any further ado, this is uh, Alpine Blast. Appenzeller Yodeler. <laughs>
Alpine Blast at the Bavarian Beer House Oktoberfest. How are you guys doing? Oh, good. Great. Good. So can you tell us a little bit how you guys got started with uh, Alpine music in general? Well, Bruce, why don't you start? Well, actually, uh, I'm from the Milwaukee area, and my, my father actually started a band many, many years ago that I became part of, um, actually, which I'm actually retiring this year from after 40 years. Um, I met Thomas uh, about seven, eight years ago, and we decided we wanted to get, because we have a love for the Alpine music the way what we do now, we wanted to get together and start start our own thing. So here we are today, you know. Awesome. So, yeah, that's right. Um, I actually, I was born and raised in Switzerland. I was playing a lot of music in the local scene over there. Then went on America tour with a band from Germany. And next thing you know, you get married, you move here. And uh, lucky for me, I found this guy here. And now we uh, <laughs> do what I was doing over there in Europe. We do it here now. Awesome. And uh, can you give us a little basics on how to yodel? Just, uh, just a quick basic. <laughs> Quick basic, how do you That's perfect. I love that. I already feel like I learned more. <laughs> so we've always tried to learn it. I've watched multiple videos about learning how the highs and lows and like breaking your voice, but I cannot do it for the life of me. I've tried multiple things, it just doesn't work. And I gotta ask you, how long does it take to master an instrument like the accordion? The old squeeze box. <laughs> the old squeeze box. Well, I think you're never at a point where you actually master it. You know, there's always little tricks and little things to learn. But I started when I was five years old. And I think I was ready to really play in public ten years later. I'm not sure if I was late or slow or if I was, if it's average ten years. But for me, it sure took a while. Awesome. And uh, do you guys have like a show that's really memorable to you? <laughs> like a really just wild, something wild to happen. Well, we play about, what, 40 shows a year. So I would say some of the memories that I still have is some parties that we had downtown, actually Milwaukee at the museum. At the end of the night, it gets pretty rowdy. Or we played up in uh, Toledo for Fushing, and that was like a pretty good time. But oh, yeah. every time we play is fun, right? Yep. Yeah. Have you guys done uh, food and froth that's at the, the museum? That's, that's the where one. We play, yeah. That's where I've seen you guys, yeah. other than here. Yep. It's awesome. That's an awesome event. It really is. Check out some dinosaur bones and then get a little wild later on. <laughs> Why not? I mean, that's exactly what we need to do. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Um, is there any terminology, like Swiss Swiss terminology, that we need to know for Oktoberfest? Well, the most important thing is, of course, pros. And that's in Germany, Austria, Switzerland, all the German-speaking countries. As long as you know pros, you'll be good to go for Oktoberfest. Great. I know a lot of guys from our work go to Germany and Switzerland, and it's different for Americans over there. I've heard they cut you off because they don't want you to get too drunk. At least that's what we've been told. I don't know if that's true. Is that true? Well, you just have to drink fast, you know. Then yeah. by the time they cut you off, you'll be good to go. You know Great. what I mean? We're used to that. Yeah. <laughs> So before we let you guys go, we got a few questions to find out how Wisconsin you are or if you face these things in Wisconsin. All right. The first question, have you ever been to a supper club and do you guys have a favorite? Um, I've been to a, a few supper clubs, um, but my, my, my whole thing is, you know, supper clubs have changed over the year. Yeah. If you don't have a relish tray, you ain't a supper club. All right. Bottom that's, line. That's what I'm talking about. So, um, 5 o'clock club used to be really good that way. They used to have really nice 
and I really like that place. But it's been a few years since I've been there, so. What about you? Any any supper clubs you've yeah, been to? I would say Schwartz's supper club is good. That's a good one. And talking about Relish Tree, I think Clifford still has those. Oh yeah. Last time I went there, they but it's also a couple years. Now we gotta go there then. <laughs> right. And do you guys eat beer brats? And what's the recommended beer that you use? I usually use Hofbräu when I make my beer brats. Hofbräu. I've never heard of that. It's well, it's a, a good German Bavarian beer out of Munich. We'll give it a shot. Um, have you ever milked a cow? Yes. By hand? Yes. Extra points for that one. That's hey, I even had one of those stools with the single leg on it oh, when really? I was. Yep. No way. Yep. Yes. And uh, let me just add, you got to be careful when you drink the milk straight from the cow. It might uh, put you in the bathroom for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get that extra fat in there, you never know what's going to happen. Um, have, you ever got, have you guys ever hit a deer? Yep. You have? Nope. You have not? Okay. Nope. It's a Never I, been in a fist fight with a deer before? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever missed work due to a snowstorm? Uh, no. No? Since I worked from home for 10 years now, no. That's nice. <laughs> you, can, you can't beat that living in Wisconsin with some of the snowstorm. What is your favorite Wisconsin beer? My favorite Wisconsin beer is probably Pabst. Pabst. What? Bruce, you got to say Nuglaris Swiss, you know. Oh. Oh. Nuglaris all the way. There ain't no water. Okay? I got a better idea. Why don't we just say the Bavarian Beer House beer? There we go. See, of we're course. all safe with that. But, you know, you missed an opportunity to go with Nuglaris. Yep. Have either of you tailgated at a Packers, Brewers, or a Badgers game? I have at the Brewers game and, and a, uh, a Badgers game. Nice. Well, I'm probably the only guy in Wisconsin that does like football, but for the Brewers, yeah, we tailgate every awesome. year. Awesome. Good. And do you guys ever drink Bloody Marys, and how do you like them? Hot and spicy. That's right. Yeah, I like it. The if I drink better. one once a year, then it has to be spicy. Spicy? Spicier the better, of course. Spicy with the garden in it. You take away from that tomato acid that you got to have them spicy if you're going to drink <laughs> it. exactly it. It's a cleanse. Exactly. Have you guys ever been on a brewery tour? And what's one that you recommend checking out? I've only been to one in Wisconsin. It's a Miller Brewery. Miller? I've toured quite a few, and the best, of course, was the Nuglaris one. New Glarus is nice. It's, they have the self-guided and they have the tour, but it's yes. the beer is awesome. Everyone tells me it's the closest to German beer you can get in the States. It is. It is pretty close to a good German beer, that's for sure. Well, again, thank you guys. We want to appreciate you for your time. We love the music. We'll be here for a while. Perfect. Thank you. My birthday is on Sunday, so I appreciate you guys playing. So, <laughs> yeah, right. You guys are basically the house band for Russ's birthday party. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. That was, again, Alpine Blast. Uh, We had a... Eppenzeller Yodeler. It's a hard one to say. Exactly. Yeah. So the the, the song was Eppenzeller Yodeler, and then we also had that special interview while we were on location at the uh, Bavarian Beer House as well. So uh, we definitely want to throw out some uh, some much appreciated thank yous, and uh, uh, it, it was an awesome time. Uh, what were some of your favorite takeaways from the event now that we're two days removed from it? I mean, obviously the beer is number one for me. I love beer the beer. was great. But uh, we have to give a shout out to the You uh, Singers Gnome or Troll or whatever it is. I think he was a, I want to say he was a gnome, but I'm not sure. But okay, so this guy, 
was just sitting there, man. He was getting all the ladies. Like, these girls were so drunk and just grinding on him. It so, was... Like, that gnome had some game. It was a sight to see. This guy was, uh, like, a master of uh, just chick magneting. And I, I don't know if he took him home or not, but like Eric said, he uh, probably left with a few grass stains. Yeah, he probably... And it was it was extremely wet outside. He probably had to get his uh, costume dry cleaned. Yeah, I don't think he came into work the next day, to be honest yeah. with you. So as promised, we have our, uh, our first ever giveaway uh, on this week's show. And uh, as we told you in uh, last week's episode, we would announce uh, the winner of the gift card and the can koozies. There will probably be some pins uh, given in that as well. Uh, so... We would like to announce that our friend Connor Scarrow. Congratulations, he's, Connor. He's the lucky winner of our uh, inaugural giveaway, if you will. Congrats. Yeah, so we will we will be contacting uh, Connor uh, for uh, whatever his address is so that way we can throw together uh, a UPS box and get that off to him right away. Uh, well, honestly, this was this was amazing. I'm really glad that we uh, that we went out to. Uh, Bavarian Beer House and celebrated Oktoberfest in Old Heidelberg Park. Um, definitely check that out if you have time. Their schedule is online. I think Russ even posted about it on Facebook as well. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, we recommend you subscribe via SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, leave us a review on any one of those above-mentioned sites, and we can read one at the end of every show. Follow us on social media, and feel free to reach out, especially if there is a piece of history or weird news you'd love us to share or research, as well as highlight some local artists or music. Our website is projectcapestudio.com. I'd also like to thank my friend and past co-worker, Steph Skibak, for providing us with awesome podcast cover art as well as the Dangits for intro and outro music, and all of you for listening. As always, watch, watch out, out for deer, deer on, on the way, way home. home.